what's going on y'all another week another geek we are back at it again with the why i'm geek show with your homies g and chrissy light today is episode 98 98 and we're almost to 100 beans um i'm super excited about this because this is probably my most anticipated movie of the year um and it's just it's, it's that time it's that time but before we get into that how you feeling today brody Oh man, long day. I'm back at work and you know, coming home, a little bit time to eat, watch a little anime, and then you know, it's podcast time. So there you go. I'm on a tight schedule, but you know I can't miss an episode, so I'm here. We appreciate, we appreciate, we appreciate it because we got some things to talk about today, man. Today we're gonna be talking about Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse Part One. First There's no way I could miss this one. First There's no way I could miss this one. Off E, Chris, what you got? I'm going to let you go first. Really? I I'm going to let you Spider go Spider-Man is, is your man. Um, you, right. you, you dress up as Spider-Man, so I feel like he's right. more your man than me. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man is definitely my favorite hero. I've yeah. talked about it before. I've always said I've loved how a lot of the superheroes at first, they didn't really have any flaws, and Spider-Man is sitting there, can't even pay rent. Yeah. I don't know why as a kid I thought I like this guy. Like he's struggling, but then he's still fighting crime. So across the Spider-Verse. Ah. <laughs> what an amazing trilogy this will be. This Hopefully. is definitely the best animated movie of the year. Thanks. And it's almost not even fair now. Uh <laughs> this movie came in with so much anticipation and even from me, I was like, dang, there's no way I'm going to capture that same feeling when I first saw this in theater. Mm -hmm. They just do an incredible job of creating the most unique animated movie every time it comes up. And to, yeah. to top yourself after being one of the best animated movies is incredible. And I'm, I'm so, I would bet big bags of money uh, the next one will be even better like i just have a hundred faith they know what they're doing whatever animation studio this is i'm not exactly sure if it is uh sony or or whoever it is mm -hmm. it's incredible uh okay. and i'm really glad i saw it i haven't been in movies in a little bit <laughs> this one is a gem so okay what was your first impressions peak fiction peak, peak. Fiction, y'all. Like, I love Spider-Man like anybody else, right? But Miles Morales, like, is my favorite Spider-Man, 100%. I've been reading the comics of the most recent run, and I've, you know, watched the previous movie, and I've been waiting and waiting, like everybody else, for this second movie to come out, the sequel. And my biggest thing going into it was like, like you said, like, is it going to be able to live up to the expectation and just, you know, with the first one being so good, how, how are they going to do it? You know what I'm saying? And I really feel like the part one was really throwing me off initially because why does it have to be a part one? Like why? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like just a trigger for me as far as like putting part one in front of a movie. And it's just like, dang, well, I might as well wait till part two come out, you know, based on recency bias of, of some of the stuff we done seen um, previously. But nah, this joint, it was it was amazing, bro. Like the storylines, the freaking animation, the music, the trauma, like yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to go. Um, in this movie, and it's possibly for me like the best Spider-Man movie of all time, bro. Like, all time. Um, and I, I was, I've been on a little streak recently of bad movie experiences. Mm. And I gotta, I gotta say this one. I gotta say this one off the bat, just because this is how locked in I was when I watched the movie. So recently, I went to go like second day that it was out right and i've told chris's story already but i was sitting in that joint the row right beside me is empty it's early movie matinee you know what i'm saying 
I'm thinking, you know, ain't nobody really going to be here on a Friday. People probably at work and stuff like that. But no, no. Here comes this lady walking in with her husband and her son. I'm thinking, you know, we're all here to watch the movie. No, no. She came to watch YouTube. And whoever you are, you have issues. Now, this movie was so good that it didn't matter what else was happening around me, bro. Like, I was completely locked once this joint got started. Now, as far as, like, how it did get started, Chris, I'm, I'm interested in um, hearing your thoughts on just, like, the opening because it's, you know, similar to the first one as far as, like, breaking down um, the storyline of a Spider-Man. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm New York's one and only Spider-Man type beat. But we start the movie off with Gwen. So, like, how did you feel about that with, like, you know, that anticipation building up to Gwen being the first person you see on screen? Dang, so you had a movie experience. I had one, too. We didn't oh, go okay. to the same movie yeah. uh, this time. And to explain the beginning for me is a little difficult because mm -hmm. our theater... I swear the speakers in the front were the only ones working and the ones in the back were not. Uh, so it started off very low. And because we started off with uh uh Gwen. What's her name? Gwen. Gwen. Yep. That I was confused. Like, is it just starting out night like nice and soft tone, blah blah blah? And then it didn't change. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, what's happening? And I, I kind of once it started that way, I just thought, oh, maybe this is going to be like across the Spider-Verse, a story of Gwen across the Spider-Verse and a story of Miles across the Spider-Verse. And then they mm -hmm. merge or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I kind of understood it. But for me, it was pretty long. Okay. Okay. But how, how are you feeling about uh, Gwen's introduction, her whole storyline, beginning, origin, not really origin, continuation of uh, right. how she's doing in her Spidey-Verse? It was it was a bold move. It was a, definitely a bold move, uh, especially you know with the trailer itself. It doesn't make you feel like that's gonna be the first thing that you're gonna see going into it. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't necessarily mad at it because for me one of the like my favorite things about the original um, Spider Verse movie was that you know we got to see a whole bunch of different types of art styles um, with all the different Spider Man. So. Um, being able to see Gwen or Spider Gwen um, be, you know, getting to see her original or origin story, getting to see um, her Peter, getting to see like her dad and things like that was kind of refreshing to me because I didn't know what like, like what does across the Spider-Verse really mean? You know yeah. what I'm saying? And the movie is not like Miles Morales, Spider-Man, like, is Spider-Man, you know, mm -hmm. and they're all Spider-Man. So I wasn't necessarily mad at it. I really liked how like the joint was like kind of like watercolor pastel effects and like, you know, with each scene change, like her, the mood of the, her colors and stuff changed and just getting to see like what her life is like and the reason why, you know, she is kind of the way that she is. Um, I thought that was pretty cool, you know? Still not really a big fan of the Vulture, but, you know, if we're going to introduce anybody, he's one that we haven't really seen. So, I think it was dope. I think the introduction of uh, seeing Spider-Man 2099 and Spider-Woman uh, was really cool as, like, you know, just, like, oh, we're in it immediately. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, with Spider-Man, like you said before, like, we know the story. You know what I'm saying? And most of them are pretty similar in nature until you get into the nitty gritty of their, you know, backstory and dialogue and stuff like that. So I think it was pretty cool. Um, I think it was like super refreshing. And then like, as far as like the transition to kind of miles, I was just like, yeah, I like this. I like, I like this, like, you know, tale of two cities or tale of like, Romeo and Juliet, if you want to go yep. there. In, in a way, yeah. In a way of like, okay, now we're here. It's kind of like the Ratchet and Clank game 
Um, yep, the exactly. most recent one, Rift, Rift Apart, where we would play as Ratchet and we play as Rivet. And we got to see both of them do the things that they do and live the way that they live, essentially. And I, I, I kind of like that. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, you know, I think other than that, like, the initial opening of the movie was a bold, a bold choice. And then right after that, like, it kind of picked up the pace of just like, okay, we're back to what we already know type thing and we get introduced to one of the main antagonists the spot the spot the spot how, how do you feel about the spot man like what's what's really good talk to me you know what uh, this is one of those things that uh they 10 out of 10 home run for me when mm -hmm. I, when you watch a movie trailer you kind of look for like what's the spoilers what's the story you know don't give me too much information and especially a movie like this that's what you don't want to know and there is no way, unless you maybe you're deep in the comics or anything like that, the spot looked like your normal, average, everyday villain. Yep. And it even started out like that. They even address so, it. They even address it. So as you're watching yeah. the movie, you're just kind of like, all right, this is no, this is normal. This is normal. You know, this ain't the this ain't what we're we'll really going after. And then it's just like as the movie goes on, mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, even this villain. Yeah. is growing on me is evolving and yeah. and that's one thing that this movie does so well the characters in it mm -hmm. all feel like they're growing evolving and explaining their actions that make sense mm -hmm. and then the way they're going about things is clear yeah. and the spot his origin story seems so silly so ridiculous and it, <laughs> it just the way miles treats him mm -hmm. fits right and as the story goes along the danger elevates and I'm like, oh my gosh, the guy <laughs> in the trailer that I didn't care about. Right. So to be honest, I really loved it because I loved seeing a villain really level up. And it mm -hmm. finally felt like, wow, they got me with that. Like, I did not expect that from the trailer. Yeah. And uh, shout out to the spot. Shout <laughs> out to the spot. That's a sub. That's a sub. He, he was getting no respect. And, you know, this no. Halloween, we may see some spots out and about. You think? You think? I, I think so. I think mm. so. We're going to get a spot. Well, technically, be me. Me. Oh. <laughs> technically, if you kind of dress up as a ghost, you kind of can already be a spot. But that's exactly that's kind of here nor there. Um, Yeah, I really I really like the spot, too, because like with a lot of these characters, we really got to see them develop over the course of this movie. And, you know, spot is just like one of multiple antagonists that, you know, that we got to see uh not only just kind of change but like kind of just level up in their like demeanor the demeanor attitude. attitude but it's like their uh starts with a c their conviction their conviction to their cause so with the spot being like, and we get to see like a flashback of like where he was at in, in the first movie and how they are tethered together um, because, you know, Miles could technically help create him. Um, it was really cool just to see like the whole thing of everybody kind of wanted to be to take serious. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And um, I feel like one of the main themes of this movie was just, you know, being able to write your own story like when people put labels on you and you know that's not necessarily what you identify as like every like a lot of these characters you know embody that and whether they started off in more of a like uh, a comedic realm like the spot did or you see gwen you know kind of just like running away from her problems miles not disrespecting his parents, but just like in that constant having difficulties communicating type thing of like, oh, I can't tell you this, but there's no I'm trying, you know, and um, I really, really appreciate that because we get to see that growth, especially with Miles, like as a Spider-Man, like from one to two. And the first one, he was just learning how to become Spider-Man and really feel like I am the one. And then in this one, like after he's gained that confidence, now they're trying to rip it away, essentially. You know what I'm saying? So I think, bro, and especially like because I'm I'm reading a lot of the comics, right? Miles is strong, y'all. 
Like he's it, just it getting toe. started. It appears so. You know, and it's not even just like uh I'm stronger than you type thing. It's also just like a mental and like tactician type of thing where he's like really like yes, he he's more off the cuff and like not necessarily going to go in with a plan essentially, but he's he's so like good at adapting and just like figuring it out that you know and he has the the powers to basically express those things like it's it's really cool bro it's really cool um but let's start let's start talking a little bit about you know some of the pacing and the plots of, of the movie because um one thing about it being a part one is that you know obviously there's going to be a part two so like did you feel any like pacing issues or you know kind of like any feelings that like kind of threw you off or like you know made you feel any type of way about the pacing of the joint i mean just a little one the the, the family aspect the school and stuff like that it was a little yeah. slow for me but i kind of feel like after knowing that you know uh part there's part two technically to this whole story mm -hmm. uh, i kind of feel like they're trying to pay off this family aspect and uh appreciation for your your friends and family while they're there and how mm -hmm. they uh are looking out for you and even though miles is busy being spider-man like you know you got to yeah. appreciate your family you got to take some time to you know admire them love them and show them respect and i think they want that to pay off in the next one mm -hmm. um don't want to get into spoilers now but right I, I i felt like it was a little slow when i initially watched it just because we went from gwen her mm -hmm. father, her story, and they were setting that whole family thing up, and then we go into uh, Miles, his whole dad's party of his promotion becoming captain. Right. But we did have some action scenes with the spot beforehand, but there mm -hmm. was just some some real like low slowdown, and I was like, all right, well, where where are we getting it? And then Gwen just popped back in, and then we go full throttle in the story. So it was a little slow there for me, okay. but it wasn't. And it wasn't too bad because it felt like, oh, they want to get this family, this storyline <laughs> out now. Like, right. let's get Gwen's family done. Let's get Miles' family's whole situation done now. And mm -hmm. then full throttle. So did you feel the same way or anything or you thought it was perfect? I'm, I'm usually not a fan of like the, you know, f symbolic family moments and things like that, just because most of the time it comes from a, a place of like the family's either just like not supporting the main character and doesn't, you know, really appreciate them or like it's coming from a place of loss or like something like that where it's like you can see it coming. But I feel like with uh, this movie, um, Miles' family is definitely his foundation and, and something that, you know, really makes him kind of like who he is and gives him the strength to, like, take those chances of, like, I'm a bet on myself type beat. So when it came to those portions of the movie, I was I was invested. I was invested. I, I, I like those moments. I can't say too much for Gwen just because, like, that's that part of the story is still, you know, new. Um, but as far as like the pacing for it, for me, I feel like the only issue I really have with it is just the, you know, whole part one effect. I couldn't help but feel that tension of like, oh, when is it going to drop off? Like, I know at some point in this movie, like, it's going to just be like, that's it. And we got to wait to the next one. I hope and I just hope it's not now, you know, like I, it really does feel like it kind of just like revs up to up to the end and like there's a build up and then we have the moment we'll get into in a little bit and then it's just like okay we got it we got to move on to the next one but you leave out on a high which is a good thing um but you know i definitely definitely felt that uh kind of lag or dragging on um at certain parts of the movie so you um, felt overall you could feel like this if they made a full movie that we're definitely halfway through it yeah and you were like, oh, mm -hmm. I, this is going to end soon. Yeah, I can definitely I can definitely feel those moments. And it's like, if, like, I, the best way I could compare it is that, like, Dune Part 1 didn't feel like a Part 1. Dune felt like a complete story, you know? Yeah. And, and, and it's really just Dune 1, and then you'll get Dune 2. Like, and then it'll be, like, another story. 
but this one felt like oh yeah this is really a part one of a series which is like i think my original beef with the part ones because i do have a beef with part ones in in like movies and tv shows and stuff came from uh attack on titan and then again it came up in uh ozark because of the way that it was like advertised versus like what we actually saw i was i just didn't like it i didn't like it but for this movie um it definitely feels like a part one and it feels justified because like i don't feel like i missed out on anything in the movie because it's part one you know what i'm saying i still feel like i got my money's worth in love of like content and i'm, I'm definitely waiting for the next one um but yeah that's that's kind of how i feel about it um but you know as far as the plot itself uh how do you feel about like just you know the whole Spider Verse thing? Like, they oh, plot! I'm giving it a, a million out of ten. Okay. Uh, th deep down, when I when I think about doing a sequel, th mm -hmm. this is a perfect sequel. It's a. Yeah. It the first one ends on a high note. The heroes did the hero things. They're mm -hmm. they're superheroes, and then the second movie, you you kind of put them in their place, mm -hmm. and it just builds up the anticipation for the the final what what could happen in this one yeah. and um i kind of feel like for the plot we got spot we got spider verse figuring mm -hmm. out that whole system of uh what do they call it canon events yeah and we spider-man 2099 and we got spider-man mm -hmm. all in like different type of fields different type of moods and explaining their positions yeah. and it's just so much plot in the movie mm -hmm that i can rewatch it and be like yeah. wow yeah like that there's there's so much detail in the spidey verse mm -hmm. and it, it kind of makes the spidey verse the whole spider society what are they called i think it's spider society or something like that yeah yeah i gotta watch like, it again. oh I, I i can i can see why everyone's joining oh i can see why this person mm -hmm. uh isn't really rocking with it um and I just feel like all these different plots, all these individual Spider-Mans with their own canon origins, own storylines, yeah. own personalities, why they would tug one way or the another, why mm -hmm. Miles, oh my gosh, Miles' entire storyline yeah. went from like an A-plus to an A-plus, plus, plus, plus. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to just get into it. Go ahead. He, he ain't, the spider 42 from another dimension bit him not supposed to bite him he's spider-man uh spider-man 2099 hating on him i'm like whoa <laughs> that's a that's a plot in and of itself like a movie right there like you ain't yeah. supposed to be spider-man like yeah even him miles trying to fit in with the the spidey verse because he's already feels like his destiny's already like out there for him like he's mm -hmm. spider-man in brooklyn he he knows deep down like oh there's more that out i could be doing yeah. and then when he sees that he sees gwen in it he's like oh my god sign me up let's go let me meet everybody right and even spider-man spider-man is is like a dad <laughs> yeah oh yeah. my gosh like the the plot the the character motivation for each character is just so unique Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's beautiful so it's just not as simple as bad guy spot a villain you know what i mean we gotta yeah. go stop them it's it's mm -hmm. what do i do with the spidey verse what do i do with these canon events can i let these actions actually happen is it right or wrong to do mm -hmm. to, to this spider-man i can't let that happen to that spider-man i have to yeah even, even gwen it's just so incredible because when I rewatch when I rewatch this movie, right, it, it's gonna make you think like, whose side am I really on? Because let, let's just get into this. <laughs> Spider Man okay. twenty ninety nine. He himself started a whole canon event and it went bad. Mm -hmm. So he wants to prevent everybody from doing these canon events, mm -hmm. but he still did one, right, right. So, so it's just like, oh, because that went bad. What, what, what about Miles? Like, Miles, he's pretty much writing Miles' story for him. And mm -hmm. He's operating in a place of fear. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. he lost the most important thing to him, which was his daughter. Because, like, family, family, most important thing. Right, right. And so, in the first movie, remember, Kingpin was trying to 
uh, get his Bring family his. from another dimension. Yep. So like th this family aspect is revolving around so many decisions, so many mm -hmm. plot points. Even original Spider-Man, mm -hmm. like having a daughter is, is involved in right. the plot. So right. it's just so interesting. Mm -hmm. And for a second movie, crazy. I just, I just don't know how they're not. I don't know how they're gonna top it off. I can't right. wait till they top it off because I trust them. I feel mm -hmm. like they, they got it. They, they, they got <laughs> the story. Yeah. This. Uh, I know I went on a rant there, but there, there's a lot. That was to good. Think about. It was good. It was good. I mean, cause I, like, when I when I think about this movie initially. I really was just like, yo, why is, uh, you know, Spider-Man 2099 so mad at Miles? Hating. You know? And it's not even that he's mad at Miles. It's more that he's mad at himself. Yep. You know? And then the... And that's the good thing. It's, it's like a different <laughs> plot, a different character development. It's, he's yeah. not actually mad at Miles. Right. And then, like, just... It's... it's they're dealing with... They're dealing in fate with this whole thing with the spider-verse right and because these canon events need to happen it goes to the point of like kind of like what you were saying of like okay we're basically choosing who we get to save and who we don't right we have this yep. power we have these powers you know we can go out and save them but when you interfere with those canon moments then everything in your world could cease to exist yeah. which is crazy in itself and i feel like the only reason why this happened to uh like and what's only reason why this happened to spider-man 2099 and what makes miles situation so much different is that miles isn't trying to replace somebody you yep. know what i'm saying like like spider-man 2099 was in a whole other universe and replaced one of himself to live out a better life you know mm -hmm. and because of that that's what created the ripple or the you know the spot whatever you want to call it of you know everything you know basically being erased um and it was that that i feel like changes things versus with miles you know because they now told him that his dad is going to die and he knows that and he's going to try to prevent it now oh he's out of bounds so we have to we have to stop him we have to keep him here so that the canon event um happens the way that it needs to happen but it's just like who are you to choose you know what i'm saying like and then you you get those moments of the um of the movie where like people start to to doubt themselves spider-man supposed to be the good guys you know mm -hmm. and 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 Miguel even brings it up and tries to like, you know, reinvigorate the troops of like, no, we're, we're the good guys. We're doing the right thing, you know? Cause I feel like, I feel like it, at its core, what, you know, Miguel is trying to do makes sense. Right. Yeah, like, 100%. especially after the first movie of like, you know, all these people and things, um, these people and villains and stuff like that are getting, uh, teleported to different universes and are becoming anomalies themselves. Like, oh yeah, it makes sense. Like you create a task force to go out and, you know, put them back to where they need, are supposed to go. Uh, which is also one of my favorite things in this movie because we got so many cameos of like yeah. just the whole spider thing. Like I think my favorite was probably between the video game Spider-Man and then um, Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because he was the prowler, but the prowler for Tom Holland, and it was just like an ode to that. And I was just like, "Oh, they're thinking of everything. They're thinking of everything." Um, and you know, like the concept of like putting people back is simple, but when you get to the point of that, you're like making decisions of, you know, who gets to live and who gets to die. That that just doesn't seem right. And for Miles to be the first person to kind of like check um spider-man 2099 and it's surprising to me because like because it, it's like do we have to go down this road yeah. to be spider-man and and for right. miguel it's like a ritual like you cannot mm -hmm. be spider-man if you do not know loss of pretty right. much your 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 parent the person who raised you or something like, you know what i mean like and it's every not like spider-man 
it's not like he didn't lose anybody. He lost his uncle. Like, you know exactly. what I'm saying? Like, fate is continue going to ha- continuously going to happen. I'm sorry to cut you off. But it's continuously going to keep happening of, like, like what is sacrifice versus loss? And where do you get to choose? And, like, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. But keep keep going. Keep going. No, I mean, that that's exactly right. And, it, and some people will watch this movie and 100% say, like, yeah, Miguel makes m- the most sense. I mean, we can't just be doing this. And then some yeah. people will say, well... Miles is right because mm-hmm. you can't just decide me saving my dad or Uncle Ben yeah. is the right or wrong call. Yeah. And Miguel is just using what, what you said, the experience of going into an, another dimension mm-hmm. uh, and that messing up everything as, you know what, we can't be doing this. Yeah. We don't want this to keep happening. And I, I wonder like what he was talking about um, before when you know, he was like, uh, to the, to Peter, whatever, like the, the, the old Spider-Man with the daughter, um, of like, we can't have that happening. Right. Uh, Peter or whatever. And I was like, what does he mean by that? You know, (laughs) like I was confused. Um, but you know, like the, the plot is good. The plot is good. And I really, really enjoy it. Like Miles become miles being an original anomaly. Um, was just so like so tough to me you know what i'm saying um and it just it just speaks to just like how unique his powers are and just how like it's it's good and and it leads us to you know what's going to be happening in the the second movie uh or the third movie i should say you know with you know after the most epic chase in all of spider-man you know Pretty Miles. much Miles decides he wants to save his dad. Yeah. He's going to abandon the Spidey Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't want to be with them, and he's not going to let them decide his story. Mm-hmm. Uh, he jumps into the uh, Spideyverse teleporter that takes you to different dimensions, mm-hmm. and it scans his DNA and takes him to the wrong dimension. Crazy. Crazy. Like, and not only that. Oh my gosh! Keep going. In this dimension, this is the dimension uh, where the spider was supposed to bite Peter Parker. So mm-hmm. this one has no Spider-Man at all. Yep. And Miles learns about his fate if he doesn't become Spider-Man. He becomes the Prowler. No. And I ain't talking about no normal <laughs> Prowler. Cold this crazy. Miles was hard. Yeah. This one came from Brooklyn. I'm not gonna lie, Miles. He, <laughs> <laughs> the way he even said his name, right? I was like, why is this guy so tough? I, I, th- this is gonna Bro. be epic. Yeah. This is I, why I you gotta need... see it night one. I gotta see it night one. This is why, like, you gotta put respect on these voice actors, man. Because like the the different miles felt so like drastically different from each other, you know. I'm telling you, one felt like he was from Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. miles be chilling, you know. <laughs> and it's like when we first initially saw it, like I feel like I feel like that moment was probably even more wild because like once um, his mom was like, "What's Spider Man?" And I was like, oh, like, because I didn't even notice. She said, you changed your hair. And I was like, yeah, oh, I yeah. don't get it. And like, then, there's so much stuff you can watch when you rewatch this movie. Yeah. And then simultaneously, while this is happening, Gwen is trying to find Miles, essentially. But she goes to the right universe. And it's like we're starting to see these things side by side. And they're both realized like, oh, he's in the wrong universe yeah. with Miles. No way to get back. Yeah. And then no way to get back. We get surprised by seeing Uncle Aaron, and that's when you realize, like, okay, yeah, this is this is definitely wrong. This is definitely wrong. And just seeing, you know, seeing my like seeing Prowler Miles. I don't hard. know. I don't, that's all crazy, bro. That that was like showing a super villain. Yeah, like first time seeing. Oh man, this is about to be like, the best fight ever. And then he was like, oh, your dad alive? Right. All right. All right. Like, <laughs> yo, it's so I don't good. Know. I don't know why 
that was just the best introduction for a villain. Right. And that's when I really felt like, oh, part two? Oh, I need it. I need it. Because it just opened up a whole nother storyline that we weren't necessarily expecting. You know, because, like, we knew the spot and we didn't know how, like, major the spot was going to end up becoming. Because we didn't really talk about, like, you know, Miles going to, uh, to India and stuff like that in the different yeah. um, universes just because, like, those moments are cool, but it's not, you know, plot essential. It's just, like, yeah. you're getting to really see what happens if a, a canon um, event occurs and it doesn't go the way it's supposed to go, essentially. Um, which they still didn't really explain, like, how they're going to close that whole thing it's just kind of it's kind of just like there they contain it that's what they do you know what i'm saying um yeah. but just you know seeing like the possibilities of for one we're getting another epic team up they're bringing the gang back together we got new teammates spider punk go crazy right yeah and then we one still the got Spider-Man. we still got spider-man 29 on a hunt you know and miles is tied up it's it's gonna go crazy man it's gonna go crazy because it's like it's like after the chase when he finally gets home he has a sigh of relief you know and we don't even really notice like his room is mad different like it's a it's mm-hmm. not as colorful there's not a whole bunch of stuff on the walls like like his, he's an artist right but it's very different from what where we're used to but you know he gets that sense of like oh i can breathe now you know and it's just like it's just the craziest setup, bro. Like, I was I was freaking mind blown, bro. I was freaking mind and, blown. And I love his his speech to his mom. Pretty much like, yeah, you know, I I went to all these incredible places, met all these incredible people, and you was right. Like they they didn't they weren't looking out for me or mm. looking after me like you guys would. And he, it's kind of like he got that appreciation of his parents, like yeah, coming from an understanding like i see why my parents are like how they are but right. it's not his mom like right he's not telling it to his mom and the fact that this miles lost his dad yeah. like that miles has a whole different pr- perspective of like oh like you still have your dad that's crazy right. like all right you know and what miles doesn't understand is like he's always had his dad this one yeah. Yeah. So this one's motivation may be either I'm going to take him away, make you feel how I feel, or mm-hmm. we're going to switch spots. We're going to switch spots because I <laughs> didn't grow up with no dad. And you know, right. it, it just brings back to like this idea of how important family is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and even with the uh, Gwen's team, I mean, ah. Uh, they bring in the real Spidey family back. I mean, we get yeah. all the same Spideys from the original into yeah. universe or movie they're all coming back for beyond mm-hmm. oh, plus two my. more plus two more two more yeah. and even when spider-man was like uh talking to technically uh, three because we got the baby too yeah yeah <laughs> he's like you ain't take the baby on an adventure and he's like no no no, no. Like, <laughs> you ready for one more and she was like Shoo. i was like <laughs> like this is such it's wholesome. Yeah. It's smart. It's yeah. well thought. And there's just so much animation, so much creativity that this is what I'm talking about when you can watch a movie and you can watch it again. Yeah. Like there is no way I can't watch this movie again and say, like, oh wow, that soundtrack was even better. Like, dang, I didn't really realize that uh the soundtrack this time, or I didn't even see that Spider-Man. I didn't see this thing. Oh, this is why so-and-so did whatever like even the spot he said my friends and family can't even recognize me yeah like oh my gosh it's it's such a good sequel and i love putting the the good guy in the Mm -hmm. second movie in the bad spot because because now it's how is he coming back how is he escaping how is he this thing is so many questions uh what, what, what is that star wars movie uh empire strikes back okay it's like how the heck is miles gonna escape the prowler he has to beat the prowler he has to get out of that universe then he has to beat spider-man 2099 and guess what we have to stop the spot right still 
<laughs> still it's it's so good it's so good yeah, yeah. it's crazy it's crazy bro and it's now that i said that six out of ten Maybe <laughs> wow, we just stopped this podcast right now. So, so like, <laughs> but yeah, man, I I couldn't I couldn't have said it better myself, bro. I mean, like, it's touching on such a a touchy subject for a lot of people, of like you know just not only just family but just having a dad, and you know we're gonna be able to see what Miles would be like if he grew up without a dad. You know mm-hmm. how that how that shaped him because like like you said like like his family is such a a huge part of like his foundation and what gives him the strength to you know stand on his own face with like uh, impossible circumstances you know like every single Spider Man after you right you know and you, it's just like bro he's him like <laughs> Miles he is, is he Miles is, is the best freaking Spider. And I, I can't wait to the moment that the third movie comes out and I'm able to get all three. And I'll just, I'm gonna just be watching them like all the way through. And it's just and, gonna and be And what's a so great interesting time. is the first one, it pretty much blends perfectly going into the second one. Yeah. Yeah. And because, the fact that yeah. the second one is for sure, like you said, it's mm-hmm. part one. You cannot yeah. separate that. You clearly mm-hmm. can tell this is like a part one movie. Right. It is incredible that the first Spider uh, Into the Spider Verse uh, blends so well with this storyline. Yeah, because the first one is like, oh, I'm Spider Man. I mean, in the yeah. second one, it's like, oh, being Spider Man is not enough. And the third yeah. one is going to be like, I don't even know. <laughs> it's, just, it's just like, I'm Spider Man yeah. now, but it's like, dang, what if, like, I don't know. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Um, what does it mean to be Spider Man? I don't know. Yeah, like, I can't even tell you because they, they, I just, I just know they're going to do it right. That's the only thing I know. I know they're going to do it right. Um, but you know, some, some of the things that we were saying earlier, uh, it's like the, the Easter eggs go crazy. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even going to try. I ain't going to try my wait for the videos to start coming out to see all the different Easter eggs. Um, uh, I think my favorite Easter egg was seeing Genki playing Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was probably my favorite. Um, seeing all the different, you know, live action Spider Man two. Uh and yeah, I'm I'm I think the spot is spot is looking definitely dangerous, but I'm I'm more excited for a Miguel story arc because he gonna have to he gonna have to lock in. Because the way Young is acting right now, like the, a lot of them Spider Man's is ops for real. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what's out of the Side of the fence you leaning on, like Chris was saying earlier, but I'm rolling with Miles, bro. <laughs> that's 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 all I got, bro. But um, yeah, man. I guess I guess it's time to time to give scores. You know, do you got anything else you want to get into before before we do that? Uh, hey, shout out to the spot leveling up. This dude learned how mm-hmm. to use his powers quickly. He showed yeah. it off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh. And dang, those powers started going crazy. I would not have uh, expected that. So shout out to the spot. Most unexpected villain that I, I've saw in a while. All right. So obviously, I'm giving it 10 out of 10. You know, it's the best movie I've seen all year. And I'm probably going to go see it again. Soon. Um, I'm, pro- I'm, I'm definitely going to buy it when it comes out. And uh, there's just there's just so many more things that like I wish I could like rewind and like look at it again, like from just all the different Spider-Man to just, you know. Seeing seeing the conversations and seeing like this, the plot build from watching the first movie to watching this one, I feel like it would go even more crazy, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, what you got for the score? What you giving it? I'm giving it a ton. It, Ooh, it's definitely okay. the best animated movie. Yeah, I, I just can't even even. The animation alone is enough for a ten. There, yeah. there are so many crazy shots, crazy animate. Like even like you said, Gwen's world, it being that pastel, and even when she hugs her dad, it glows different colors or splashes of watercolor, different colors. Uh, what was his name? 
uh the the spider-man from the uk um uh uh spider-punk but like yeah spider-punk i can't remember his name his name is his name is I don't know. Dang. The disrespect. Spider-Punk's animation was really cool, too. And yeah. I just think these types of movies actually push the boundaries of what you can do with animation. Mm-hmm. Like, there are so much different styles of animation, different yeah. things mm-hmm. that they tried. And it's just, it's it reminds me of the first movie. Let's go with this type type of animation style, see how it works. And then the second one. Wow, we we got so much better at this. We know exactly what we're doing. We know exactly what kind of shots we want to do. Yeah, and ah, uh, I just think it's good. Soundtrack not as good as the first one, in my opinion, but I it's agree. still quite good. And yeah, it's definitely the best animated movie this year. Not one's not going to beat it. Mm. I might as well give the next movie a ten out of ten too, because they're not going to fail <laughs> me. So. Shout out to Prowler okay. Miles. Mm-hmm. For you being so short in the movie, dang. Impact. Impact. This was a nine, it'd be 10 out of 10 after that introduction too. So <laughs> I'm hyped. I'm happy to give this a 10 out of 10 stamp of approval. There you go. There you go. See, y'all hear, y'all hear it first, man. Go see that jump. I'm surprised if you haven't seen it already. You know what I'm saying? Um, there's a lot the to take The first one was away. slept on. Right, right. The, the first one slept on like the ones from this movie. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes, sometimes it's not it. I'm not going to cap. But after seeing the movie, I get why the, the like, they got the polka dots on there. Because it's spot, you know? But they still, they still don't really hit like I thought they was going to hit. But, you know, it is what it is. You can't win them all. And I agree, like, the, the Metro Boomin soundtrack, um, it's cool. It's cool. But it's don't got the, the iconic song, you know, that yeah. I was expecting. Um but I'm not mad at it though. I'm not mad at it. Yeah. And he finessed his way into the movie too, which is cool. Um, but yeah, man, uh, that's that's pretty much it. That's all we got. Um, Chris, what you geeked about? Ooh, there is a new HBO show. Mm-hmm. Max that show. Is wild. <laughs> um, oh, but yeah, Max. God, HBO doesn't even exist no more. A new <laughs> Max show. Okay. That I have watched and I will be watching. I don't know if it's gonna be good. Okay. It's called The Idol. And I heard it boy, is. is this this is some rated R stuff. <laughs> this is some old HBO version. I just okay. I just had a peek of it today. I really wasn't excited to watch it. Okay. Uh, got off work, ate some food. I watched this show. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna have to keep keep my eye on it. Okay. it it's gonna be a, a weekly thing. Who, who's in it? Who's in it? I don't even know. Okay. I don't even know the main it's character. Like, it's pretty much just like a celebrity, say like a Britney Spears person who okay. followed their life. They're going to drop an album. And then The oh, weekend okay. comes out of nowhere. He owns this nightclub. <laughs> He's like, what's up? Literally uh, The weekend, y'all. Not, not saying, he's not saying the week, like on the weekend. It's like yeah. person, artist. The artist. Yeah, he's yeah. acting. And he meets up with her and some some... Fifty Shades of Grey stuff starts going. Fifty Shades of Grey stuff starts going down. He Freak starts man. talking about her music. <laughs> I was like, "Yo, this is. I don't know what this is, but this is. This reminds me of HBO. So Max is on okay. another level with this one. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm geeked about that. But what you geeked about? Okay, I thought you were talking about the um, uh, Scarlet Witch. Don't. Uh, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen. She got a show. Oh, something on. to die. Yeah, something like that. That's what I thought you was talking about. But ready I, to die, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I feel like it's like people and or something, something like yeah. that. But that's what I thought because I was gonna watch that. But uh, I'm gonna have to check. I'm gonna have to check that one out too. Uh, but what I'm geeked about this week is, uh, I think, I think really just um, class of '09. You know, I've, I've watched a couple more episodes of that. I still got to catch up. It's on Hulu. Um, Hulu's been glitching out though recently. Like I can, like I can watch it on my computer, but not on like my um, regular devices. Like recently, but they fixed it. I'm, I'm, I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was just me or not, but it was. I couldn't watch nothing for a little while. So I'm glad to have that back. Um, 
and it's just basically like Quantico show, but like it's set in the future, the past and the present. And it's kind of like they end up having a spy on their own, but you're watching like the set amount of characters that was in this one class do things throughout this time period because something crazy didn't happen. Um, and I like it. I like it. Um, what else? Anything else specifically? Nah, Transformers come out. I'm not really excited about that, but I'm going to see it. Um, I watched Shazam. It was all right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and yeah, that's it. <laughs> That's all I got. Just have two out of ten, y'all. Don't watch that. Two out of ten. I give it. I think I give it a seven point five. Give it a seven point five. But that's they, like they right lost above the unicorns eating skittles. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. But I don't know. I like the jokes. I like the jokes. But that's gonna do it for us this week, man. Appreciate y'all for tuning in once again. We're coming up on the hundredth episode, so definitely, definitely lock in with us. If you're on YouTube, hit the subscribe button. If hit the uh, like button as well. Leave a comment. Um, if you are listening to this on your favorite audio platforms, give us a, a, a rating. Leave a comment, five stars. And uh, yeah, we'll see y'all next week, man. Stay geeked. Peace. Later, y'all.